Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Aerosmith from 2004, the best time to be alive ever on this planet when America was still in America before Barack Obama came along. That was Aerosmith, train kept rolling. We made a stop at Albuquerque. She must have thought I was a real cool, cool jerky. All right. Great song. Great opening. Glad to have everybody here tonight. Welcome to the Friday Night Power Trio. There Aerosmith's five guys, but we'll, we'll call it a power trio. <laughs> I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to do a quick show tonight because I have something else to slip onto right after we're done. Oh, another show. And I want to let everybody know I am drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest, even though it is now November. I'm drinking my Sam Adams Oktoberfest, and I'm going to crack it open with my USS Enterprise uh, bottle opener. And I'd like to welcome my two co-hosts, as always, on my stage left, but my immediate right, is the amazing guy that you cannot spend four hours in a car with and not come away smarter, Dr. Brooks Agnew, somewhere in the Carolinas, wearing his fuck Joe Biden hat tonight. Brooks, how are you tonight, and what are you drinking? I'm very good tonight. We had a good day at the property, dropped three big trees and didn't hit anything, and I'm drinking Perrier on ice. All right, here we go. Uh, and, of course, joined, as always, by the third member of the Power Trio, the guy who holds it all down, the guitar player of the band, TV's Blake Wally, the newly coiffed TV's Blake Wally from last week. Blake, you're still looking pretty masculine, even without your Samson hair. Please tell us how you're doing somewhere east of California and what you're drinking tonight. Uh, doing great, Mike. It's uh, it's awesome to be here again on Friday night and with everybody. And tonight I'm going to be drinking another uh, box wine, Red Volution. All right. Excellent oh, stuff. Good mm. stuff. All right. So um, we have, I guess, what you would call a series of um, we have some breaking news stories tonight that are really um, – <clears throat> Kind of important, and I want to jump over to the first one. We'll do a little. Uh, we'll do a little. Um, uh, yeah, we'll do a little screen sharing here, and then of course I got to go over and do the extra step of sharing the screen. And it turns out that well, guess what? Somebody actually kept their promise. Um, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson actually had the balls to release all of the January sixth footage. All of it. It's like. 40,000 hours is going to take people forever to go through it, but it is pretty amazing stuff because we didn't think this is ever going to happen. I don't know if it's too late. There's people suffering in prison right now, but guys, Brooks, I'm going to start with you because I know you're anxious to talk about it. Um, this is pretty important, is it not? Yeah, it's very important because what it tells you is that the everything that was going on on January 6th was made up by the select committee. So now they have committed treason and they have several hundred people in prison without due process, which is a violation of the Constitution, which I believe carries the firing squad. So the J6 Select Committee needs to be dispatched tomorrow at dawn. That, that sounds fine by me. Um, TV's Blake Wally. What do you think about this development? What do you, I mean, first of all, what do you think about a politician actually keeping his promise that's not named Donald Trump? And uh, what do you think the implications are? Well, yeah, it's a nice little uh, Friday uh, afternoon surprise that just broke and we were kind of down uh, last week, kind of questioning whether he would uh, come through for us. And here, yeah, it is. It's the big breakthrough, one of them that we've been waiting for. So he's kept, in, he's kept his promise. He's a new guy. so. Uh, yeah, we didn't know if he was going to be just joining with the uh, old guard establishment, but uh, hopefully he is a actual Make America Great candidate. And yeah, the uh, it's time to turn the tables on uh, what they've deep state has been they're pushing this narrative. Uh, the select committee uh, they're withholding evidence to uh, basically uh, control the narrative and imprison innocent Americans. Uh, yeah, that, that should hold a pretty uh, heavy punishment, and they did it to themselves. There was no reason to uh, to do this, but they wanted to uh, get rid of Trump, and they wanted to uh, demonize the supporters. They got what they want, and now turnabout is fair play, 
and the uh, the evidence is out so hopefully that yeah it's so far what i've seen is that it's looks like just, just peaceful gathering uh, there's going to be a few agitators and that was another thing that broke recently um one of those antifa guys uh solid the ghost buses yeah, the ghost yeah. buses yeah, he was even trying to uh, persuade uh, Ashley Babbitt to uh, go in further into the Capitol when she got shot. He was there. He was uh, capitalizing on the uh, the footage that he had with CNN. Uh, yes, radical disguising himself as a Trump supporter. He got in trouble. So he's going straight to jail. So, yeah, some very good news on the, uh, the J6 front. So I'm pretty excited. I'm here for it. So what do you think this means? Do you think this is me that there's there's another development here that's important too? Do you think this means anything in the long run? I mean, Paul Martins is in here saying all that footage was released months ago when McCarthy was speaker. Tucker Carlson used the footage to make a brief series of reports on his defunct Fox show explaining the insurrection fraud. It's actually not true, Paul. Only some of it was released. Now it's all released. So we can see the entire context. And in reviewing it, having the opportunity, the entire context of what happened that day can be put together. But the narrative is already very strong that the, these people were let in. They behaved politely. There was no riot. Those were all lies. And all the people that lied, like Brooke said, under the 14th Amendment, yeah, ought to face the firing squad. And, I, I you know, I, I mean, um, and Paul, again, Johnson's the same tool that says there's not enough evidence to indict Biden. Biden, that's true. He didn't say that. But one thing I will give him a little bit of slack on is at the moment, he said, which I disagree with. I virulently disagree with. But there's people, Brooks, there's people who are saying that the reason that Johnson said it that way and did that is because what he's actually saying is that if they impeach Biden, then that legitimizes his presidency, which is illegitimate. You think you buy that argument at all? Yeah, I do buy the argument. If you process it like a presidency, then it is a presidency. So what really needs to happen is they need to prove, uh, which I think they have ample proof now, that the 2020 election was stolen, which makes the Biden presidency illegitimate, which means you can't impeach him because he ain't president. Okay. And, Blake, what do you think about that? argument do you buy it or do you think johnson's just another you know i mean he gave us one thing that's that that maybe isn't really going to amount to much in the end unless they really do start prosecuting these guys he gave us this, the footage but you know he didn't impeach biden so what do you think about the argument that this is all part of a ploy yeah it's certainly possible and we have seen something interesting developments out of fulton county where it appears uh was the defense attorneys or whatever dropping out from the, uh, yeah, they're, they're with the ballots right. and so many other problems that they had there. So that could be connected to it. They probably know something internally they have for a long time. They didn't want that to go to vote in Congress that day. And then that's when uh, you know, the shit went down on J6. Right. I so thought we discussed that. Didn't we discuss that last week, Fulton County, where yeah. the defense attorneys pulled out of the case because they know if they get caught having lied to the court, it's an automatic disbarment. I don't yeah, even think there's a And remember, only three states have to decertify, just three. And Biden is no longer president. He never was president. That'll be interesting. Very interesting stuff. Okay. So we had another development today that is very important, I think, in the overall scheme of things, which is that guess what? President Trump is going to be on the ballot in Colorado. The Democrats were trying to set a precedent by stop keeping him off the ballot in states that um, he doesn't necessarily need to win to use it as an excuse to keep him off the ballot for states he does need to win by claiming he was an insurrectionist, that he committed insurrection, um, excuse me, so therefore he can be removed from the ballot, but even a liberal, libtard, leftard judge ruled that's ridiculous. Uh, breaking Trump wins Colorado cases, judge orders insurrection clause. I am not showing it. Yes, I am showing it. Um, insurrection clause cannot keep him off the ballots. Colorado District Judge Sarah Wallace, a left-wing jurist who contributed on, to a radical organization that has worked to prevent Republicans connected to January 6th from running for election, has ruled that the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment does not apply to the President of the United States. Therefore, former President Trump cannot be barred from appearing 
on the 2024 presidential ballot. Mm -hmm. uh, Wallace wrote in her ruling, to lump the presidency in with any other civil or military office is odd indeed and very troubling to the court because as interveners point out, yeah, interveners point out, Section 3 explicitly lists all federal elected positions except the president and vice president under traditional rules of statutory construction. When a list includes specific positions but then fails to include others, courts assume the exclusion was intentional. The court holds that it is unpersuaded that the drafters intended to include the highest office in the country in the catch-all phrase, office under the United States. Okay, so the interesting thing about this to me is she didn't want to rule this way. True. She's and under pressure. So what kind of pressure do you think it is, Brooks? Well, Fanny Fanny Bovanny is uh, under a lot of pressure right now to keep this lawsuit going all the way to Inauguration Day. But she has already been exposed as being heavily involved in raising money with her new website, which is a violation of federal law. So she's in danger of being disbarred and her whole case being dropped. So Fanny Fanny Bofanny is about to uh, be taken apart. These the entire case and Judge Art, uh, a Judge Nudie, you know who we're talking about, Arthur. Uh, he is going to go down as well. So all these efforts are going to fail. I'm looking for it to be done and over with by Christmas, and then it's uh, Katie bar the door. Wow, that is a bold prediction. By Christmas, Blake, Yeah, she didn't want to rule this way. So she must be under some sort of pressure. Question is from whom? And is it because this whole narrative now on January 6th is about to collapse? And if it goes down, she doesn't want to be standing on one of the floors that you know does the Twin Towers um, pancake thing and gets her caught up in it. Yeah, it was a weak case. And you know the evidence shows that he was... Trump was there on J6 saying, you know, march peacefully and patriotically. It was not an insurrection. The only way they could possibly get away with that is by hiding all the evidence so people couldn't see it. So that's falling apart. The election data is, is maybe coming back to haunt them. Um, so there's going to be some breakthroughs there, and they're going to have to uh, call it off. And uh, is another uh, interesting story that broke it. Stacey Abrams brother-in-law was arrested on human trafficking allegations oh my gosh yeah he was yeah i mean they're all they're all pedos they're all in on it and um maybe the house of cards is starting to list a little bit in the wind what do you think well someone in the chat room mentioned that uh biden and harris have not had their swearing in notarized actually harris never submitted her uh, oath. So forget about it being notarized. She never wrote it. You're supposed to write the oath after you take it. You're supposed to write it, and then it has to be notarized. She never turned one in. Write it and sign it. Yeah, you have to write it and sign it. Technically, she's not vice president. She never submitted her oath. Wow. That is interesting. I did not know that. And of course, we all know about the, the stuff going you know around Biden's um, inauguration taking place before 12 noon, therefore it's not valid because it has to happen at 12 noon, right? The most pressing question on earth today is who is playing Joe Biden? Some people think James Woods. What do you think about that? Yes, no. Well, it could be, but that what happened this week on Wednesday in San Francisco was the unconditional surrender of virtual Joe and his gang of criminals. To the Chinese, to Xi Jinping, to right? Why don't you go, go ahead and go with that then. Well, I mean, they're going to lift the sanctions. Uh, China's going to say, oh, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll crack down on the fentanyl uh, precursors. No problem. We'll take care of that. Uh, I'm sorry, but the horse is out of the barn. There's already enough fentanyl in this country to kill every man, woman, and child. So, of course, they can crack down now. But then we're going to lift the sanctions. We're going to normalize trade. Uh, Biden came out and read whatever the think tank had written for him. He barely got through it. A strong China is good for America. Are you freaking kidding me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All the bribes are paying off well. All the bribes are paying off well. Uh, what is it? Uh, several of our mineral deposits, big mineral deposits in this country, are now sequestered by the National Parks and Recreation Department of Interior because they're too close to a lake. 
However, mm. China has matching deposits and theirs just became worth twice as much. And here's the thing. As part of the deal for the Revolutionary War, to forgive our debts and have it paid off by the Rothschilds Bank of France and held by them, mm. we gave up our national sovereignty. So everything the federal government owns actually belongs to the United States' original creditors. Chinese have bought that debt from the Crown of England. So the Chinese are now the owners of all that land. So we have to get rid of all that federal land. We have to like just get rid of it and say, ah, it's not federal land. Um, Blake, what do you think about Xi Jinping's visit to San Francisco? I pretty much ignored it. Um, what did you What did you think about it? What do you have to say about it? Any Any comments on uh, on the on the farce? And isn't it amazing how clean they made San Francisco look? Oh, of course, yeah, that was hilarious in a really pathetic way. Yes, the whole spectacle is completely disgraceful. Uh, yeah, they're rolling out the red carpet for the uh, the red dragon. Yeah, they're bending over for the commies. Uh, it, it was sickening. And the way that they uh, yeah, cleaned up San Francisco, which they could do at any time, and they just they don't care about us. So they've sold us out, and they have more... They care more about dealing with the Chinese commies than they care about their own people that are yeah. suffering in the streets. Well, I mean, yeah, think about it. They power wash all the shit and the piss yeah. off the sidewalks. They change out all the planters because all the trees have died because people are crapping in the planters. And then they fenced off everything. But here's the question nobody's asking. What did they do with the homeless? Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. No Doc interviews. Howard. No CNN. Bergen Bell. No NBC. Where, where are they? Yeah. Yeah. No interviews. No nothing. Where did these people go? That's a really good question. And hopefully outside Paul Pelosi's house. Um, okay. In another development similar to this, that's kind of along the same lines. Um, along with the January 6th data, other companies have now gotten a hold of data for all the cell phones in the Washington DC area on January 6th. And guess what they've actually found? What they found guys is that um, according to Rasmussen reports that there was a single mobile device that was held by the guy that they've identified as the January 6th pipe bomber. And that the same mobile device was used hundreds of times before and after January 6th, accessing key card required DOJ and FBI parking garages and buildings. And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that the pipe bomb, the guys who planted the pipe bombs at the DNC and the RNC were FBI and DOJ, either employees or informants. They got him on video. What do you think about that? They got him on video. The actual, uh, where the pipe bomb was, was very close to where there was a sheriff's vehicle and FBI vehicle parked. You see a guy in a mask with a backpack and black clothes walk up to the sheriff's vehicle. They roll down the window. He speaks to them. And then he walks over to where the pipe bomb is. And the sheriffs get out of the vehicle. There's a bunch of activity. And then they find the pipe bomb. And these guys obviously know each other. The guy planted the pipe bomb at the DNC and was filmed doing it. Well, and then the cops found it when they knew he was putting it there the whole time. Right. It was all a setup. So the whole thing is a setup. And now we have direct criminal um criminal implications for the for fbi and doj blake what do you think about that development and what do you think ought to be done to the those two agencies for participating in the coup of the united states government well they, they shouldn't be allowed in the, their new uh, headquarters um but serious it's an inside job. It seems like that was maybe a potential backup plan in case they couldn't get the you know riot or the agitators to uh, do bad things at the Capitol. They would uh, detonate these uh, devices, and that would be the way for them to blame uh, Trump supporters for um, domestic terrorism. 
Um, I know Matt Gates did allude to something weird about it, like they knew what was happening. And it seems like, yes, they, they, the feds are busted, uh, but they just can't release that information. They keep stonewalling. They bring Christopher Ray up there, and he plays stupid, and he won't talk about the confidential human sources. But they know exactly who was there and who everybody that was doing something there. And they know who that identity was, I'm sure, a long time ago. But, yes, it was. Uh, looks like it circles back to them. No surprise whether they're going to actually do something about it. I'm not sure. But, well, uh, Congress has great power. You know, they have the power over the purse. What they should do is grant the FBI's request for a new building. But first of all, we have to bulldoze the old building. And then we just don't get around to building the new one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To do that, that'd be good. Again, I favor building the thing as quick as we can, bringing in every FBI agent, all from everywhere in the world, and there are some outside the country that shouldn't be outside the country, and then immediately fencing it off cutting off the water and power and building a Chernobyl style sarcophagus over it and saying, <laughs> bye guys, we'll be, we'll check back on you in a month. Um, if there would be anybody still alive in there, they would have eaten each other by then. So that's what the FBI deserves. Uh, by the way, this reminds me, Elon Musk has put out a new Twitter policy, meaning the, uh, to the extent that you cannot advocate genocide. And the idea was you can no longer say from the river to the sea. That is the same thing as advocating genocide against a specific group. Right on. So consequently, I went and deleted all my exterminate Hamas tweets because they could be misconstrued as advocating genocide. Um, Hamas is not a nation. It is not a people. It's a terrorist organization. Um, Part of me doesn't like this because it is... um, it is uh, it is restricting free speech, and especially in the context of I don't you know personally I Blake and I might be on different teams on this one, but I personally don't give a shit what happens to Hamas or the people the people the innocent people of Gaza because I don't believe there are any innocent people in Gaza, but I think I should be able to say that without risk of losing my account. Um, on the other hand, I can see you know not wanting terrorists to be allowed to advocate on their platform, but why couldn't he just not make a policy? Why couldn't he just say, we're not going to let Hamas put out their poison? Uh, Blake, am I am I wrong for not liking this policy, or should they just do the censorship without a policy? I don't know. What's, what do you think? Um, maybe they can like label it or something. I, I don't exactly one of those tricky things with free speech because you're not really allowed to what call for violence or yell fire in a crowded theater so i kind of agree that maybe it shouldn't be there but maybe they could just like label it like the community notes like we uh don't uh agree with this tweet you shouldn't say it something like that but i don't know and i know he's a free speech absolutist it's a gray area um and that could be used to uh, provoke uh, violence, and, and some people get uh, carried away with these things. So maybe there should be some lines drawn, at least in that public forum on Twitter. Personally, I think if anybody's crazy enough to say, I want to exterminate all of the blanks, um, I don't think a tweet's going to put them over the edge. Just my personal mm-hmm. opinion. <coughs> Brooks, what are your thoughts on this free speech issue? Well, it's kind of like the code, the code word occupation or this from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free. It, it, these uh, arguments over the real estate that was once Judah, if you really want to go back to the roots of when country right. lines were drawn, it was Judah. Uh, I think this is all just theater. Uh, because the forces that are actually trying to fight, these 57 countries that met in Riyadh, which included, by the way, Mahmoud Abbas, who's the uh, titular head of Hamas, uh, for them to all meet together as friends, because they were lobbing missiles at one another just a little while ago, uh, and then say, you know, we're united in, uh, in removing Israel from the Middle East. This is a very big deal, and you couple that with the uh, prophetic drying up of the of the Euphrates River, and now you have this epic, you know, Old Testament standoff getting ready to take place. And what's worse is you have 
leaders of these various nations, BB not the least of which, using these Old Testament uh, quotes uh, to frame actions that are about to be taken. This is all very bad. I mean, it, yeah, you can go back to um, uh, the uh, original uh, president of uh, Iran, not not the mullahs, but the president. Uh, what was his name? Ahmadinejad or whatever. Ahmadinejad, yeah. Ahmadinejad, right? He he uh, used these Old Testament uh, quotes too, uh, saying that yes, we're going to Armageddon. We're all we're all marching toward Armageddon. And then if you step back to about forty thousand feet and look at the big picture, you see the oil and gas riches that are in the Golan Heights. And what the real argument is over is this new port, this new Suez port they want to build, which goes right through the northern end of Gaza to the Mediterranean Sea. Now, this is a big multi-trillion dollar control plan to put Europe not under Russian dependency for oil and gas, but under the Middle East control of oil and gas. And now you begin to see the big picture. Mm -hmm. United States has taken out all the competitors, the Nord Stream Pipeline, a couple of ports along the uh, Western Bank there, destroyed those, uh, and made sure that the only one that's left is the one they're working on, uh, trying to push through this northern part of Gaza. And now you see what the whole argument is all about. Right. Right. It isn't about um, religion. It's not about uh, biblical birthrights. It's about freaking money. Well, you can argue that everything is about money ultimately, and um, except love. Love's not about money. <laughs> have you ever been married? Are you sure about that? Uh, yes, and I have okay. four kids and six grandkids. So yes, <laughs> and it wasn't about money because I didn't have any. <laughs> Well, yeah, not after you've been married, you don't have any, that's for sure. Um, hang on a second, let me get my... Okay, uh, I want to talk to you guys real quick. We were talking, Brooks, before the show about um, about this interview I did this week. I interviewed a really interesting uh, young lady named Marina Saren, who... This is getting a little off topic for our, our main show here, but... Um, interviewed her on uh, my YouTube channels and on um, on uh, Rumble about her experiences in this secret space program. <clears throat> and actually, we didn't get to the secret space program because we were talking about a bunch of, bunch of other stuff that was so interesting. And I wanted to suggest to everybody that you get out there and, <clears throat> excuse me, you get out there and you watch the interview. It's on my Facebook. It's on my Facebook author page. It's on my YouTube channels, Mike Barrett and micro 333 and it's on rumble um and i was just wondering you know brooks you had some thoughts about it and maybe we could talk about that real quick before we go on to the rest of the news look you, i mean you and i have been around to conferences all over the world and we meet people on a regular basis who say that they're star children that they are from another world they're born here to earthly parents but they know they're from somewhere else they're not comfortable here they're out of step from here they have visions and visitations and all this kind of stuff and they claim they're Pleiadians or Arcturans or Syrians or whatever. We've met them all. They're all sweet people. They buy books. We love them all. Mm -hmm. But Marina is something quite extraordinary. Hmm. When you look at her is one thing, but when you listen to her right. and you couple that with the looks, you say, wait a minute, this is really legitimate. This girl's not completely human. She may have been born to earthly Spanish parents in Spain, and she's Spanish, but she does not look all human. Something yeah. else is there. You just the eyes, like, yeah, you so can't take your eyes off her. Yeah, she's, it's like an anime character. That was now the, the peculiar thing is she's only 23, and she's just now kind of coming into her full set of memories of who she was and what she did on other worlds, and but it's given her incredible abilities. And, and on her website, she interviews people on a regular basis. And it's quite remarkable, the things that she channels, that she comes up with. She's just remarkable. Nobody <clears throat> nobody who's faking it could have that level of depth of knowledge no. from my perspective. You, you just can't. Like, I speak from what I know. And I speak from what I've experienced. And that's what I got out of 
I got from her, especially her, you know, she got very ticked off when we started discussing the grays and who they were. And it came from personal experience. I'm convinced of that. So I yeah. thought, it was, thought it was fascinating. Uh, she does look Ooh. similar to Maria Orsich. I agree, although she dyes her hair blonde. I think her hair is naturally uh, light brown or light blonde or brownish blonde. But um, <clears throat> yeah, and I find there's some interesting connections there. So anyway, I just thought I'd let everybody know about that interview. Go out and watch it. Let me know what you think. I'm curious. Blake, I don't know. Did you have a chance to watch the interview or? No, I'm going to have to now. I'm, I'm very uh, intrigued. That's some uh, high stuff. praise from Brooks. That's you a great will be intrigued. You will all be intrigued. Stuff. And she's not bad to look at either. So, uh, <laughs> that was fun stuff. Okay, so this brings up one other thing that I want to talk about, which is that uh, right after this show, we're going to cut this show off um, right at the top of the hour because I'm doing the Shift Happens podcast with uh brian gg bressler uh, at seven o'clock probably doing about 90 minutes going to be talking about all kinds of things not just aliens i think we'll talk about marina a little bit we'll talk about uh other stuff like that so if you do have an interest in that side of what i do i would suggest you move over to the shift happens podcast which is available on shifthappensradio.com so look that up and catch me as soon as this show is over okay boys moving back <clears throat> Moving back to some really interesting stuff that took place today and that's more cultural. I want to go back to Israel and Gaza. And um, <clears throat> these right now there's what they call an international break in world soccer or world football. That's where all the players leave their clubs and they go play for their country. States is playing games. This is in men's soccer. Um, Israel was playing a game against Poland. Now, Poland is kind of an anti-EU nation. They're Catholic. They're, they're not going for the globalist stuff. And something I thought really profound happened because um, the European Football Association, UEFA, denied um, a request by Israel to have a moment of silence before their game. I guess this is the under 21 team. So I want to show you, this is what happened. Um, as soon as the referee blew the whistle to start the game, they wouldn't allow a moment of silence before the game. So when the um, referee blew his whistle to start the game, this is what the players Wow. I forgot to share you. They, I just, they kicked the ball to this player, start the game, and then the players for both teams stood in silence for one minute. Wow. Which I think is powerful and profound. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Um, well, it's like, you know, the leaders. Oh shit! The players of the game and the players say yes. Yep, I thought, I thought that was good. Uh, Blake, any thoughts on that? I I, I saw that and it, you know it kind of got me right got me right here in the uh, Starfleet Chevron. Yeah, it's pretty awesome that they could uh, do that because yes, it's a horrible tragedy. However, you want to look at it, and it's this something bigger than us. It's bigger than the game, and that was uh, a great gesture by the players. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. And I'm, I'm really, um, I'm not Polish, but good for the Poles um, for doing that. For doing that. Okay. So um, we also had this week a bunch of other stuff um, that came out about election fraud, and one of the things that came out is the 2020 surveillance video in. Well, what state is it? What's the state? Was it Georgia? Georgia. Yeah. And they claimed that they were not counting ballots during this time, but the surveillance video has come out, and now it shows that, in fact, there was ballot counting going on during the time. It's been synced up with the uh, surveillance video. You had a bunch of Democrats in there piling up, counting the fraud ballots 
try to steal the election from Donald J. Uh, Donald John Trump. What do you guys think of that one, uh, Blake? Let's start with you. Yeah, this is what we've uh, long suspected, and that there should be more evidence somewhere that they were covering up for very obvious reasons. And we saw a lot of this kind of stuff happen in Arizona as well. And Fulton County seemed to have an abundance of it. Some really blatant examples. And of course, yeah, they were uh, shutting out the uh, the observers, and they had the you know the burst pipe, and they had the you know the suitcases under the table. Uh, they were like seemed like they were red-handed. So I was curious to see them actually uh, go after Trump and all, and his whole team and, and trying to go after him. They're just running the the counteroffensive, I suppose. But we know something stinks in Fulton County, and uh, hopefully the narrative will uh, change. Now we were waiting a long time for this, but uh, it's good that some of this uh, more has been revealed to the public, as we all deserve to know what really happened and get the rightful people in office. This is destroying our country by if uh, we're, we're overthrowing a legitimate election so we can put in a, a deep state puppet who surrenders unconditionally to the chinese yeah. right brooks pointed out um brooks what what do you think about that i mean if you pile if you put all this together it was a pretty big week for the people that are saying the 2020 election was stolen January 6th was a setup. It's a pretty, pretty good week. Yeah, and, and the issue is, of course, it's never been heard in court. None of this evidence has ever been adjudicated in court. It's all been done in the court of public opinion. We have tapes from Michigan where at 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, out-of-state plate vans showed up with yep. boats full of ballots caught on surveillance camera. We have uh, enterprise rental trucks showing up with tons of ballots in them. We have, you know, all this, but it's, you know, the evidence is out there, but every time a lawsuit is filed, the judge throws it out. You don't have standing. You don't have standing. You have standing. And this is the basis for the Brunson lawsuit. The Brunson lawsuit, which is ostensibly being considered by the Supreme Court, deals with Congress's refusal to address 23 states that filed grievances with the federal government now they have an oath that they have to make in the first amendment uh by oath and affirmation that they will guarantee that right to redress grievances with the government they refused to do that excuse me which means they forfeit their office and they can never hold public office again we think that's going to be decided by the Supreme Court. Maybe it was decided by the Supreme Court and it's so earth-shaking they don't want to release it for fear of causing a civil war. But the evidence is there and the people know. And what's what's worse is the world knows. And they're laughing at us because our own system of justice is corrupt and won't let us fix it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Blake? Kind of cautiously optimistic. It was a pretty good week this week. What do you what do you think about it? Do you agree? Yeah, cautiously optimistic. And yes, the J six thing, uh, the footage just got released a few hours ago. It seems like a lot of this has happened uh, recently. So yes, we'd like to see this uh, trend continue. Waiting a very long time for this, deep into twenty twenty three. But uh, yeah, we're getting I was going to say maybe the FBI needs to raid the FBI and seize all the evidence in the FBI the building. FBI yeah, part of <laughs> they did it. The what FBI needs to raid the FBI. There's no question about that. Okay, guys, a um, couple things uh, before here we get going. I would like everybody to remember to follow uh, to go to the CBDGurus.com and pick up all of the latest cool products cbd products for your health there's also some brand new um mike barra branded pajama bottoms you can pick up get on over to the cbd gurus go to the wholesale tab slide down to mike barrett mike b wholesale type in the discount code alien and pick that stuff up brooks i just i got my uh i got my new earth oh, look at there new earth regenesis all right and i started taking it so why don't you tell all the folks about what they can pick up over there on brooks and, and by the way i'm now in my fifth month of new earth regenesis i have lost 19 pounds and i just had an electronic body scan that says i'm three years younger than i actually am nice nice 
All right. Uh, tell us all about what's going on over there where people can pick Yeah, up. go to brooksagnew.com. Really easy to do. Uh, if you go to the store, which is just hover over the shop there and go to the store, uh, on the far right is a link for health and aging. And if you click on that, these are products that I use every day, and they help me. One, of course, is the Ivan and the Roxy. You've already had people in your chat room saying that the Ivan's helping them get over the flu yeah. this this season. Yeah. You need to have this stuff in your medicine cabinet, folks. If you don't have it, you're just taking a big risk, especially if you travel or you got people coming over for the holidays. You don't know where they've been. And you don't know what they're carrying. I mean, my grandkids come over and they just open the fridge and go, <coughs> and everybody in the house dies. If they carry the plague, you have to have this stuff in your medicine cabinet or it's going to jump in your lungs with both muddy boots. True Niagen helps lengthen your telomeres. It keeps you from aging. And the new Earth Regenesis goes right for your organs, liver, kidney, your heart, and it boosts the uh, T-cells and the stem cells so that these organs rejuvenate themselves. People are getting off dialysis by taking this. I tried for years to lose weight, everything, exercise, diet, intermittent fasting, nothing worked. I've lost 19 pounds in five months. That's not bad with New Earth Regenesis. It works. Okay. Um, and uh, Blake, why don't you tell us what's going on over at thenextlevelnews.com? Well, still doing a uh, show twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday, with my friend Brian Engelman of the New American Media. It's called the Agree to Disagree Show, and the audience is uh, everybody's encouraged to uh, participate on whether you agree or disagree with the uh, major questions of the day and all the hot news stories. So yeah, check it out sometime. It'd be great. By the way, have you guys seen that uh, Alex Jones has released a new video game? Is that the one with the video game one? Yeah, there's a new video game. <laughs> video game. Let me um, let me see if I can find it on here. Yeah, here it is. And uh, oh no, come on! I don't want to have to log in again. Everybody, bear with me. For the record, I like Alex Jones. I was interviewed on his program years ago. He was a perfect gentleman to me. He's smart. He is quick. He's polite. Uh, I I've always liked Alex Jones, and I thought it was a a national crime what they did to him uh, after the uh, Sandy Hook questions that he asked. Yeah, they went and made an example of him when major lawfare. Yeah, I was a big, huge Alex Jones fan. I hardly missed a show from like 2009 to 2016 or something. So I learned quite a bit. He's quite a, a source a of about it. They made big fun of him when they took him apart. But I said, you guys better watch yourselves because what they're doing to him, they will do to you. Yeah. God damn it. I can't. It's, I can't it's still a great podcast if you can get it. You know, they yeah, kind it's of Infowars. Info he does a great job. He has a lot of uh, cub reporters that work for him. They're very good. Very talented and very thorough. Uh, hang on, let me just do this. I, I got to show you guys this clip. Let's just go to the video. Is it like Super Mario Brothers? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> old it's cool. It's, it's cool stuff. It's cool stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Do this. Finishing move is 9/11 was an inside job. Well, that's <laughs> actually in there. <laughs> It's what I would do if I was right. Share the screen. Let's share the screen. Let's play. Let's play the video of the new Alex Jones video game. I've been playing it. First came Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and Super Mario Brothers. And now the ultimate retro nostalgia throwback game. I present to the world Alex Jones's New World Order Wars. They're turning the freaking frogs game. I'll eat your ass. You Nazi scum. Let's free the Patriots and defeat the globalist techies. We are going to defeat the globalists very bigly. This game is mostly peaceful. <laughs> I'm going to lower the world's population. <laughs> oh, big deal. I'm taking you down, rapist. I did not have sexual relations with that saxophone. <laughs> Download it now at alexjonesgame.com because as we all know, anything badass gets censored. 
first came Pac-Man, Donkey Kong. What do you guys think of that? I, I thought it was hilarious. It's $17. Interesting. And I, I got myself a copy. And I, <laughs> I got to sign in every time online, but I've been playing it. It's been hilarious. What do you oh, is it real? Oh, it's, a, it's an actual game. Oh, okay. It's a real game. It's a joke. Real game. I've been playing it on my phone. Yeah, it's a real game. Oh, is it like an old school Contra or something? Yeah, it looks That's pretty fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All that stuff you saw were real clips from the game, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. I thought it was just a parody. It was just for fun. Oh. I had no idea it was an actual game. All right. I'll have to go check that out. It is a real game. AlexJones.com. You can pick it up. So, uh, Bla uh, Brooks, what do you think of the game? Is it a great idea? Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think uh, any kind of a poke in the in the eye and that creates revenue and keeps the truth going and keeps the truth makers going uh, and frustrates the deep state or what we call the global syndicate is uh, – great by me support it all all right guys um i was gonna just ask you now a few minutes before we get done here um any thoughts or predictions for the coming week we're not gonna have a show next week because it is gonna be black friday it's thanksgiving everybody enjoy your weekend with your families uh unless there's breaking news to talk about i mean i hear all kinds of stuff the imminent collapse of bank of america the imminent um removal of joe biden anybody have any thoughts Brooks about what's going to happen next week. Oh, I think you're going to see a major move by Gavin Newsom between now and the end of the year. Between now and the end of November, you'll see a major move by Gavin Newsom. To insert himself into the presidential race? Yeah, I think uh, probably what's going to happen is that, that, that they're going to pull a Gerald Ford. Uh, Newsom is going to replace Harris, and that's going to be facilitated by Joe Biden uh, because Newsom has already made his deal with Mr. Xi, already been to China. They already met. Everything's all, it went to San Francisco. Uh, Newsom had uh, San Francisco sanitized for Mr. Xi's visit. We don't know what he did with the homeless people. But uh, he has uh, proven to Mr. Xi and to uh, the powers of the world that he can handle the job. He can get the job done. Uh, unlike Harris, who has gotten absolutely not a damn thing done since she's been in yeah. uh, so they're going to replace harris with newsom and then biden will take the long vacation and newsom will become the de facto president just like gerald ford did and then newsom will be the not trump candidate and not biden yeah well that's interesting um jen did do a reading this week and she got that harris is going to resign so i don't know exactly when but that's the plan uh, Blake, any thoughts or predictions about next week? And by the way, do we ever keep track of what we predicted last week? I, I mean, I don't mean to avoid it, folks. I really don't. I, I don't. I just kind of forget what everybody said last week. But Blake, what are your thoughts on uh, any predictions fit for this week? Let's make a, how about a positive prediction that will uh, benefit some of the uh, J6ers. Maybe some of them will get released in light of all of the new evidence as everybody is collectively sifting through all that evidence, just like with, with Tucker Carlson. And then when he released some of that stuff, it changed the narrative. The, uh, the Buffalo guy got out. I'm sorry. I forgot his name for a second. Oh yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, he got in trouble, but I'm sorry. Um, and he's running for Congress. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's, that's the other thing that, that's the other thing that this ruling in Colorado addresses, which or doesn't address, is is whether or not you know the January Sixers can run for Congress because yeah. she basically let stand that you can't let anybody from January sixth uh, run for con you know run for Congress or hold public office. You can't you can't let them hold public office, but the president can't. Jacob Chansley. I think, I think they're all going to run for public office. That's where the leaders are being forged Ooh. right now. Yeah, get Joe Biggs in there. Yeah, that'd be great. So, Blake, any specific prediction or or no? Well, I'm just gonna say, uh, hopefully, it'll turn the tables. Maybe some of these J6 guys will get released, and maybe the FBI will call the dogs off on going after all of these other people that were just innocent bystanders or trying to crack down. But if the narrative switches and people are gonna see the truth of that, then it's gonna work against them. So, I'm hoping something similar to Jacob Chansley getting out. Because of the Tucker thing, that's something else. There's going to be a chain reaction, and the narrative is going to finally switch. So I'll, I'll call that for the uh, the predictions. That it's going to be a two week hiatus here from Thanksgiving. So did you see the Trump for the Tucker posters? The Trump Tucker 2024 posters? Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Pretty wild. 
Well, I have to Tucker went to Spain and joined the anti-socialist uh, movement and made international fame. I mean, the guy's a rock star. 275 million views he's had. Wow. That is incredible. That is amazing. Um, okay, I have three predictions for this week. My first prediction is the Seahawks will squeak by the Rams on Sunday and they will get creamed, creamed by the 49ers on, on Thanksgiving. So I have two Seahawks games this week. That'll be kind of fun. Those are my predictions on that. And I also predict that the Starship will, I don't know if it will achieve orbit, but it will achieve its test goals this on the tomorrow. morrow, on tomorrow. Saturday. I might even set my alarm to get up and watch early. I am. Is it, is it 5 a.m. Eastern? It's 5 yeah, a.m. Eastern. It's 8 a.m. Eastern. Oh, 8 a.m. Eastern. So 5 a.m. Pacific. I may set my alarm to get up and watch that. In fact, I just may leave the live stream on all night on my TV, so I'll be like, half asleep and half looking at it. But I predict Starship will achieve its test goals tomorrow. It, I don't, is it supposed to go to orbit or is it just supposed to get into space? I don't even know what it is, but uh, it will be a successful test, not an explosion of the Starship tomorrow is my guess and prediction. All right, anything else? No? All right, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Great week, interesting week, lots of stuff happening. Let's see if next week is super quiet or if it's super volatile. Because remember, only in America is it a quiet holiday week. It's still wild everywhere else in the world. For Dr. Brooks Agnew in the Carolinas and for TV's Blake Wally somewhere east of California, I'm Mike Berry, your host in Las Vegas, Nevada. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back in two weeks unless there is a reason to do an emergency show, in which case you guys better be on call because you never I'm know. On call. You never know when shit might happen. And this is the go. best round table on the internet. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Share the Marina Saren interview with everybody and go over and check me out on the Shift Happens podcast in about five or ten minutes. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Peace out.